Blog Talk Radio. It's already It's the Pressure Points Unpacked Podcast with host Tyra Little. We're live Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. This show deals with personal and community issues by getting to the root cause and causes on an open and raw level. We're unpacking emotional, spiritual, mental, and physical topics that influence and often control us. Get ready to unload, examine, and process. Let's get unpacked. On Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Today we have Miss um, Geneva Reedville, mother of Sandra Bland, um, just a mighty warrior. Miss um, Reedville is an ordained bishop as well. So I'm going to bring her on in. And just let her tell us, talk to us about who she is. Thank you, Ms. Geneva Reedville, for coming on the show. Hello, hello. Mike, check one, two, one, two. Hello. Ms. Geneva, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Can you hear me? Okay. I can hear you right now. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, let's see who I am. Uh, let's see. Well, they say that I am a licensed ordained bishop. Uh, they say that I'm the Bishop Dr. Geneva Reveal. Uh, but prior to all of the titles, I was just a young lady from the west side of Chicago uh, who was fortunate enough to raise five daughters uh, alone after a uh, divorce. And um, man, I was able to filter through school and uh, ended up in ministry roughly 13 years ago. And so I am someone who has loved the Lord for a long time. I am a mother of five. I am a student. I am a real estate broker. I have my own real estate company in Chicago. And uh, I have a ministry called House of Hope She Cares. And my moniker is I am the she uh, because I do care. And um, I literally, literally deal with the folks that are throwaways, the folks that people don't want to be bothered with anymore, the folks that uh, are the crackheads, the addicts, the prostitutes, the drug uh, users, the gangbangers. Those are my folk. I live in the hood in Chicago, and I live in the suburbs in Texas. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Wow. Well, first off, I, I want to actually start off by just saying, you know, to you, I thank you so much for not finding it robbery to be on here today. So I thank you. You hear me? I thank you. And then first and foremost, I also want to say my condolences for your loss. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And you know what? to you all the time, and a lot of times folks just say it to be saying it, but I want you to know, sister, that I felt that in my spirit. I felt that in my shando when you said it. So thank you for that uh, because it's very necessary. And uh, same here uh, on your mm-hmm. side. My condolences to you as well. And uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately, we belong to the same club uh, yes. where the dues were uh, our children's blood. So my condolences to you as well, sister, and I am so very godly proud of the pearl that God has turned you into uh, from mm-hmm. the pain. So 
Let's get after it, girl. I'm ready. Ask me anything you want to. Anything. Yes, ma'am. Uh, yes, whoever ma'am. is in the studio, whether it be the mental health facility folk, whether it be whoever is in the studio, there is nothing that is off limits. You can ask me whatever you want to. Let's get this straight while I'm on air right now. For any and all people that are listening, when folk tell you to call my folk, I don't have any folk. Okay? You can go to the foundation, www.sandrablandcenter.org, and you can request me yourself. You will get my own back phone on the side of my side. Stop listening to these people talking about I got people. I ain't got no people. Okay? (laughs) All right, let's go. All right, all right. Well, you have laid your disclaimer out there and where everyone can find you. Um, You all, you can call in 914 205-5361. You can call in and ask questions. So let's get started. Um, I just want to start off by saying, you know, knowing and understanding the queen warrior and activist that Sandra was, can you tell us who Sandra was to you as your daughter? My daughter. My God, that's my baby. That was that was my Queen Diva, is what I called her. She was my pumpkin, my P U N K I N, and um, she was one. She was one. Uh, she was the fourth of five, and so she was right next to the baby. And uh, when I say to you that uh, everyone, as they were growing up, I mean, I worked two jobs, I went to school, I went all the way up on through to the master's program, and my bachelor's is in journalism, and uh, the master's would have been in adult education had I passed my thesis. That's another story we'll talk about on another show. But uh, she was the one who literally would be behind me everywhere I went, in the kitchen, she was the one that's trying to figure out how to cook what. And she was the favored sister that the girls, even though they were older, would wait up for her in the morning to wake up so she could do the breakfast. Okay? Oh, wow. She was the one who was at the height of everything that she did, whether it be volleyball, flag, trombone, track, whatever it was, she was at the top of her game and everything that she did. She was always a compassionate person. She cared about the least of them. And I think that that's all throughout my line because the rest of my four daughters, thank God he allowed me to keep four of them, uh, throughout my line, all of them give a damn. We suffer from I gad, I give a damn, okay? And so all of us have that. Uh, After Sandy's death, uh, it allowed all of us to rise up. I, I, I have one daughter who's an HR professional at Facebook. I've got another daughter who's a professional at Blue Cross Blue Shield. The other daughter is now a cop, and the other daughter is in the school system. And so Sandy was the one who would always tell you why you needed to go and pursue what you know you were called to do. And that is what she was going back to Texas to do, was to be a student ambassador at her old alma mater, Prairie View. She said, Mom, my job, my purpose is to go back to the South and help all those families that didn't get justice. That's what my baby said. Wow. And that was literally a week before she died. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, man. That's... um. Wow, that that says a lot. I mean, she was definitely that that activist. Um, just, yes, I mean, just she's definitely a warrior. Definitely a warrior. So, you know, at this point, at this point now, you're Sandra's voice, 
And so what are you doing? Yes, ma'am. What are you doing um, in your role to ensure that no one never forgets her and her legacy? Well, what we what we initially did, I mean, I was I was floored. I I I had not lost a child before. I I, I was not schooled in how to bury a child. I was not schooled in how to have a, a, a class and grace and style when you lose a child. I was not right. a, 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 a privy to the rules uh, that said you need to be calm, collected when these jokers kill your baby. So I was angry. I I, I, I was very angry. I was angry and I was mad. Okay, so. I got out here and I started speaking, and uh, I go to universities, I go to colleges, I go to uh, uh, elementary schools, I go to churches, I preach. Um, I, I said, no, you will never, ever forget my baby. I don't care if you go down into the seventh generation. You will always know about Sandra Bland. And so we now have the Sandra Bland Center for Racial Justice based out of Austin, and we are attempting to make mothers whole again. When you go through this thing, you already, when you go through this thing, you're all broken in pieces. And the news media is out. That's That's a big fake activist out. And everybody leaves when the cameras are gone. So when the cameras are gone and everybody else is gone, you are suffering. You are broken to the core. You hate everybody. You don't bathe. You don't wash. You don't cook. You don't Mm -hmm. clean. You Mm -hmm. don't perform your wifely duties at home. You don't do anything. Okay. You are constantly on the road to make people remember your baby <laughs> because the system killed her. We know she didn't commit suicide. We know this for a fact. And to this day, six years later, when people say to me, well, is there any, any chance? No, ain't no chance. She didn't commit suicide. She didn't hang herself from a 5'9 right. pole. She was 6'2". She didn't professionally tie a martial arts tie noose. And if you look at the photo of what they provided, how did they get the noose off of her neck? Come on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, those, those, I no mean, everything. anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. No DNA anywhere. Stop it, people. Stop it. Stop it. So I'm not shutting up. The new hashtag and the new uh, campaign is hashtag shut up for what? <laughs> for what? I like that. I like that. Shut up for what? I like that. I like yeah, that. for what? I like that. We have we have been too quiet too long, and we have right. allowed this new administration to come in here and play games with us. Okay. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Promises were made all on the campaign trail. Biden and Kamala, I'm calling you out. All right. Both of you. All right. Wow. Share, and share, share. Everybody who's call them and leave it on their phone. I'm calling you out. Period. Both of you are one-term wonders. And you have the right to do just that because, and oh my God, see, you you rolling right into where I was going next because I was going to ask, you know, about with the current presidential administration change, you know, asking, you know, will you be working with any legislators as it relates to reform in the areas of social and criminal justice? But you just hit on a lot, Ms. Yes. because, yes. you yes. know, one of the main things here is when people make promises to us, it is our yes. job and our duty to hold them accountable to what they promise to do for us. You know, we have you to bring that back to them. You know, hey, because even I'm bringing it about, right back. You said you're bringing it right back. Yeah, I'm bringing it right back to the front, the back, the side, all of it. 
I know that's right. Because even you, if you take it to the word, you know, when God tells you to bring, you're supposed to bring his words back to his remembrance as well. You know what I'm saying? Because those words will never come back void. So if we're talking about the mere man, oh, yeah, we have to hold him accountable. Because, see, time out for making promises to get you in and then you don't keep them. This is why we as registered voters have to make sure that we also, and this this is, I'm saying, on the local platform, we yes. have to make sure that we know what we're voting people in for and the power that yes. they have once they get in those positions. Yes. Because My the God power... Knows. That they have, sometimes we just don't know because just in case in point, in my situation with my son, that coroner's inquest, yes. man, that was kangaroo court. You know what I'm saying? And yes, so we have to know and understand what the coroners, you know, what they can do. And, you know, I've, you know, I've shouted it out from the rooftop. You know what I'm saying? But in this yes. instance as well, you were made promises. So I want yes. to go back to, you know, the question of, you know, will you be working with any of the legislatures, you know, as it relates to, you know, to the reform in the areas of social and criminal justice? Okay, let's 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 get something straight right here. And I am a straight mm-hmm. up cold to the bone. I don't play games. Uh, you know, I, I, I let me do the disclaimer. There are three people that operate with me every day and all of them are me. I have Shaniqua, I have Geneva, and then I have the bishop. Okay. And so at any given time, you may have any one of those in your response. So what I'm going to tell you right now is from Shaniqua's side. When okay. I went through this tragedy, I had every lawmaker calling my phone. I had everybody up in my face. I had every organization calling me, wanting to use my baby's name and face, promising me about all of the things they were going to do. And then they took the Sandra Bland Act, stripped it of the teeth, okay, <laughs> turned it into a mental health bill, Fine. I have no problem with you turning it into a mental health bill because guess what? It's going to help somebody. But that wasn't her issue. Okay? Her issue had to do with traffic stops that were unlawful. Her issue had to do with you all stopping her after sizing her up, Officer Brian Insinia. Okay? And so when we come to the lawmakers at Austin Capitol, and uh, these folk are all in my face doing photo ops, oh, Miss Reedville, oh, yes, ma'am, we're going to work with you. We're, 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 we're going to do everything that we can in our power to make sure that this law has teeth. Stop it. Representative Theory, stop it. Ellison, stop it. Whitmore, stop it. All of you lied to my face had me in a room, and then had the gall at the last moment to change everything you just told me you were about to do. I'm calling you to the carpet. Mr. Garnett, stop it. You ain't called me in three years, brother. Don't call me now. Mm. So nobody that made the promise kept the promise. I have a video with Kamala Harris and myself when she was running against Joe when they were on the same stage and she was cutting them all up, calling them a racist, calling them everything else. What, he changed when he picked you to be his partner? Girl, stop. Stop. Okay? And then I have my folks telling me, you you just wrong. You calling out black people. Hey, hey, hey! Just because we got the same skin don't mean you're in. We have got to stop this 
foolishness and call the people to the carpet who play games. Now, Kamala, I've been trying to get a hold of her for six months. You knew how to get a hold of me before you ran and before you won. I got the receipts, baby. Well, what is the problem? Joe, you tell my family you don't want to have a private meeting. You want to have a meeting amongst other people. What? Why? Why? Because you want other people to hear your lie. I'm trying not to bust you out. That's why I wanted to meet you in private, sir. So, no, I won't be trusting any of those jokers sitting in them seats. I'm going to be the one running every mama up and down the state's capital, every state, telling them, get them all up out of here. And now you're playing with the Floyd family, acting like you're going to pass the George Floyd Act. Number one, the issue with the act is it has removed the qualified immunity. That's the problem. There's no accountability. So, if you have the same mess in the darn bill and you're prettying it up, what's the point? Stop playing with me, Joe. Stop playing with me, Kamala. I don't want to sit down with y'all at a table. I don't want to bring my grandkids to play games with y'all. Pass the policy. Stop talking to me about that vaccine that's killing people. Stop it. Wow. Pass the policy. Right. You promise criminal justice reform. You're not doing it. Right. And you know what? And, and one of the things that I have a question with is the fact that I don't understand how the Asian hate bill got passed so fast. Wherein okay. we have bills that we have been trying to um, get passed for a while. I, I don't understand. Okay. Well, let me introduce you to Dr. Janine is going to respond. Do you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Here's the situation with the Asian hate bill. The people have been asking and asking and asking and asking for their due for years, right? Mm-hmm. Right. While you're asking for your due and you're not getting what you're asking for, you continue to still keep fighting for the Democrats that are still not delivering. <laughs> Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. And as far as an Asian bill, the bill covers other folks than Asians as well. So let's get the get the information straight. Okay. It's not just an Asian bill. It, it covers mm-hmm. other folks as well. Okay. But it's still covered under that. As people know, they call it the Asian bill. Let's let's go do our research first. Because, see, what we do is we pick up pieces and snippets of foolishness and we pass right. that on. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. never go back and do the research. Right. And the bishop will remind you that there is a time and a season to everything. Okay? Yes, ma'am. And mm-hmm. so maybe it was the time for the Asians. Maybe the hearts of the people are just not right where God needs them to be at this time for him Ooh. to deliver what they think they want. Wow. I walk, move, breathe, worship every single day. I have given up a lot to walk in these shoes. I don't back down on what I'm saying. I don't adjust what I'm saying because I'm tired of our black people playing the victim game. If Mm -hmm. I can get out of here after they strangled my daughter, murdered her, Mm -hmm. 
and do the work that I'm doing, I don't want to hear any excuses, not a one. Yes, ma'am. If no, I, I mean, take the ridicule. That's right. I don't want to hear any excuses, not a one. Right. If I can be disrespected openly by talk show hosts who think they know me and they don't, I don't want any excuses, not a one. The bishop has left the building. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Miss Geneva. I love it. I love it. Yes, ma'am. Miss Geneva. Woo. (laughs) Woo. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. It's just real. You coming with it. You coming with it. When you... You you got to come with it because when the Lord has entrusted you to spend right. enough time with him that he shows you how to strategically do a thing, if you don't walk in that thing and if you don't do that thing the way that he gave it to you, then guess what? He's going to take it away. So I'm very aware that I'm responsible to make That's sure right. that, number one, I represent him, and then number <laughs> two, to let every broken mother know, don't you give up, baby. I know That's what right. it looks like, but don't you pay attention to that. You focus on the master and not the mess. I used to call this a big mess, and I said, wait a minute. Okay, God. So now the mess in my travels over the six years has turned into a ministry to the That's masses right. to find mm-hmm. all out about self. Mm-hmm. Had I known that my early request in my 20s to travel at 50, to not have to work for anybody, to be able to shop and go and do whatever I want to do. Had I known that this would be the price I would have to pay to do that, my, my, I would have said, God, uh-uh. I don't want that. See, but this is what I asked for in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And no, everything I, that I, I prayed when yeah. I was raising my kids has come to pass. Everything. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And, and, I, and I definitely understand the whole, the whole sentiment of the fact that the work that that has to be done after a cause yeah. like this, you know, because I will often hear younger growing up, you know, out of your misery comes your ministry. And so, you know, as I shared in the beginning of my first episode, this is where Pressure Point yeah. Unpacked came from. This is how I will continue to honor my child and to yeah. educate everyone, um, our community, to help them because of what has happened to him, has birthed this platform. And so I don't take it lightly, and I don't play with it. I cannot play with it because I'm responsible. So, you know, I'm responsible for who's on. So that's why I'm careful with selecting, like as I have, Taurus, who hasn't said, who hasn't had a chance to say anything, and he's going to come on because he has some questions (laughs) for you too as well since you said that, you know, he can ask his questions. Um. Absolutely. Taurus is, is has a unique background because he is a, a licensed counselor, but he was a, he has seventeen years of police officer experience. So Taurus, come on, been Taurus, a, ask the question. Let's go. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> Miss Geneva. Uh, I yes. I've been laughing. Um, I had to have my phone on mute because it just would have been distracting. Um, <laughs> But thank you for being on today, and uh, thank you for your your transparency. Um, I did have two questions. Um, You kind of already addressed the first one, but I still want to pose it to you because I think, um, you know, after incidents such as, you know, the death of your daughter and, you know, 
Ahmaud Arbery yeah. and all, some, all the others that I can't name, you know, there's a lot yeah. of people that come out of the woodwork organizations that are, you know, trying to rally and protest. But what level of support yeah. did you receive, you know, in response to your loss from, like, these organizations such as Black Lives Matter, maybe the NAACP, you know, mm. if any, did you, did you get any, you know, support or did they, anybody reach out to you? Okay, well, let the bishop speak first. I will say to you that I appreciate all of the organizations, National Black United Front, the Nation of Islam, uh, 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 Operation Push, uh, any and everybody's organization across the country. I'm talking Africa, Canada, London. Uh, We were overwhelmed with the support. Black Lives Matter is a sticky situation for me. Uh, There is a difference between an activist and a person that shows up to participate partially. And my experience with some folk in BLM was that they would show up at the high-profile times where the press was there. They would stand alongside me to take the photo ops. They would walk down the streets with us to do the photo ops. But when the press left, they did as well. Hmm. I will say to you as a bona fide bishop, the carelessness of the organizations that have received funding from the blood of our children, and they have squandered this money while these parents are dying. It is horrendous. It is egregious. And I, along with several other mothers, are calling Black Lives Matter to the carpet. We are riding around in basic everyday vehicles. We are living in basic everyday houses in the hood in most cases. We don't have $4.3 million in housing. We don't have Hummers and Cadillacs. We don't do commercials. But these funds that were supposed to restore us have been provided to folk who are not us who haven't had a loss at all. And so I'm calling Black Lives Matter until Freedom and every other organization, Van Jones, all of them, Jay-Z and Beyonce, all of them, show me what you've done with these funds that you've received that you so excitedly rejoice about the fact that you don't have to show where you spent it. Wow. You owe the mother. So while I appreciate your your support in the beginning, over the years, with the T-shirts and the boots and the product and the 140 products on Amazon that our family is not getting one dime for, <laughs> thank you for teaching us how to be resilient. Thank you for keeping us remaining on the wall. Thank you for showing us who you are. Because unfortunately, 
black lives don't matter until black folk stop robbing each other. And that, my friend, is the truth. The support I have right now, fortunately, is a rainbow of folk. Asian, Hispanic, black, white. We have the Sandra Bland Center, (laughs) which is 90% not me. Okay? Wow. And that's real talk. So what would you say having that kind of interaction or response or lack thereof, what do you think that does to these families or, you know, the people that are really out here that... It kills them. It kills them. I I probably, I have three phones and a hotline, and those phones are always filled with crying mothers, uh, Hmm. mothers who have had kids killed in front of them and they have not had their information given to them, mothers who are in their second, third year of loss and they still haven't gotten their paperwork from their attorney, mothers who have had cars, homes, uh, personal effects uh, 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 repossessed because they could no longer keep their job because we suffer from PTSD. If you have a male, that PTSD means police took your son down, you see. Hmm. And so there are no finances that put back into us. There are no medical deals that assist us. We don't have properties that we can go and retreat to. We don't have properties with a plane hanger on them where we can go and hang out. We we, we, we don't have $28 million to spend on retreats and conferences. We spend all of our own money. And so these mothers are crying out. They are calling every day trying to hang on. They are crying out. And I say to all of them, hey, ladies, we were born to do this. God would not have put the mantle in our hands if we were not born to do this. He gave us everything we needed to get it done. Now, if you are operating in any unforgiveness, that's going to hinder you. Operating in any hatred, that's going to hinder you. If you are operating in anger, that's going to hinder you. If you are operating in non-Christian practices, I ain't talking about no religion. I'm talking about a relationship with the master. If you have all of that going on, you are going to lose your mind. You will not make it. But I promise you, if you just open up the word once a day, and you just look at one scripture and you let that thing fill you up. I promise you, you'll make it through. There yes, is ma'am. a blessing on the other side. I have a sermon called The Other Side of the Coin. Hmm. There's a blessing on the other <clears throat> side. Yes, you know, I, I appreciate you saying that because actually that goes into my second question. Um, yes. You know, what did you find most helpful to cope? Besides your faith, you know, being in mental health, I know that support is a very critical thing that is important, you know, during tragedies or any kind of, you know, life experiences like this. I mean, what else would you say that has been helpful for you to cope? You you better, your, your first thing, and that's the very first thing, and everybody who knows me, ever since, even before I was in ministry, I am up at 4.30 every day. I don't care if I go to bed at 2. The Lord wakes me up 
4.30 a.m. every day. And I am in the word, worship, meditation, praise from 4.30 to 8 o'clock in the morning. Everybody knows don't call my phone. I'm not answering. Okay? That's number one. Number two, you better get you a support system around you that understands. I don't care that they teach you that there are five steps of grief. I'm operating in all five of them at any given day. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's right. It's mm-hmm. not you right. go through one, two, three, four, five over mm-hmm. ten months. No, you could be operating in all five of those jokers on any given day. That's a fact. Absolutely. And that's with or without the road. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. And and you've got to have folk around you who, when you say, no, I'm not well, you, you have to have folk around you who will not immediately go tell you to go pop a pill. That's right. And you have mm-hmm. to have folks around you who will say to you, you know what, sis, I see that you're kind of volatile today. I see that Shaniqua was hanging out a little bit too much. So let's go and hang out for a minute. Let's go have a meal. Let's go to the beauty shop. The beauty shop is my mainstay. <laughs> I don't get hair and nails done, but that beauty shop, I'm in there every week, okay? Don't call me. Don't talk to me. That's my time. All right? You have to have that time for yourself. And in that time, you allow yourself to meditate and you say, okay, God, I don't want this residue on me because I'm mad right now and I want to cuss. I want to slap somebody. I want to choke somebody. So I have too much residue. Could you please work with me? And then you have that one or two good mothers of the movement who will call you and text you and say, hey, you were on my heart today, and I'm calling your sister to say, hey, it's going to be all right. And the five of them know just when to call. Sabrina Fulton, Gwen Carr, Maria Hamilton, Lucy McBath, Cleo Pendleton. We are what they call the mothers of the movement. We ran for nine months with Hillary Clinton in 2016. Those ladies have my back, my front, my side. We go out together. We out together. We visit each other's functions together. We will share rooms together, take off the hair, the lashes, all of that. <laughs> I love it. And that's real talk. I love it. And so you have to have someone that you can do that with. You, you, they, they, when I'm getting too out of control and Shaniqua has taken over, you will have Mother Gwen will say, all right now, Bishop. <laughs> 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 or you may have Lucy say, okay, preacher, hey, 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 hey. And that means I've gone too far. So they are holding right. me accountable. Mm-hmm. See? Because I wear the robe and I talk the talk, but I also walk the walk. So you have to have people who will hold your feet to the fire minus the title. I'm still just G to the ladies. I'm not Bishop Dr. Geneva Reveal. I'm just G. <laughs> That's it. At home, I'm bae. <laughs> and when I make a man, I'm Geneva. And then when he's really pissed, I'm the bishop. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I love it. What do you, want? Uh, you know what? And, and I love it because, you know, it's because most people, when they hear about you, you know, if they're seeing anything on the news, you know, I think it gets to a point to where when you see people who have been through tragedy, um, at some point, gosh, I don't know if I need to say this out, if I need to hold this for 
another segment that we're going to do. But um, other so people, it gets to a point. <laughs> it gets to a point to where seeing other people tragedy, it becomes entertainment. Yes. It becomes yes. entertainment. Yes, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And it, and it's you know let's, let's and, and it's about. unfortunate, right? And it's unfortunate, but yes. people don't get a chance to hear or to the the real side of you. And so again, I'm grateful for this platform because it's showing that even through all of the tragedy that we both have been through, you know what I'm saying? But we yes. are still able to because because of but God, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To but, hold on because of. Yes. Going to counseling, you know, we are able on, to still on. hold on. Yes, we will have days, moments, seconds, because one of the things that I really, I don't like when people say, oh, you taking it day by day. Nah, I take it second by second. <laughs> because second one second, second I can be fine, <laughs> and the next hey. second, the very next second, hey. let's say half a second, hey. okay, I could be on the floor crying somewhere. You understand what I'm saying? That's right. I know you understand. So, I know. you know. On this platform right here, people are able to to see the realness, but then also, man, get good information as to, yes. you know, how to deal with different things in life. Because the same application of what we're talking about when we're talking about unpacking mentally, physically, emotionally, yes. spiritually, yes. that formula yes. works for every issue in your life. It works Come on, for somebody. Issue. Come on. <laughs> You know, but it's learning how to do that. You know, and it's accepting the fact. It's accepting it that, hey, all of this talking about counseling, you know, is not for black people. Or, you know, it's that that hidden, that unspoken taboo. No, we need it. We're people. You know? Yes. Yes. Um, yes. And, and so I just I, I thank God something. for dropping this platform in my spirit, and you know, and and I, I thank God for you not finding it robbery to be able to come on here and to be yourself, you know, to be that transparent person that people can see. No man, this this pain is real, but I got to still keep yes. moving because I can never become that stagnant water because stagnant water smell. But there is a phase that we all go through. To where, yes, you you are stagnant, but at some point, because of the God that you have in your life, that he wakes you up, he shakes you, and you be like, okay, hey, enough is enough. I done did this long enough. Come on, look like this long enough. Come on here. Okay? I done smell like this long enough. You know, because I think a lot of times people can't be real with the fact that, hey, I haven't taken a bath in two days. Guess what? Depression is trying hey, to is trying hey. to creep up on me. Let me deal with this. Come on here. Let me deal with this. I, I want to share this with you, sister, because I I I am just I I I have no other way to be. Uh, you know, once they murdered my daughter, I said all bets are off. I I I will say what I need to say. I don't hold anything back. And um, I always always try to let the next mom know, honey, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not be okay. You don't have to put on a mask for people. You don't have to sugarcoat anything for people. When folk come to you a year later or two years later and they say, well, surely it should be different. Now, well, surely you should shut up talking to me. Please go and bury a baby and come back and tell me how that worked out for you, okay? And so I tell the mothers, don't you dare let a non-member of this club come on. tell you how you should feel, how That's you right. should respond, how That's you right. should 
how you should look. Because I will say to you, I was in my house with my windows shut, my blinds closed. I didn't do laundry. I didn't do dishes. I did not take a bath. Me and Don King looked like twins by the head. You understand what I'm saying to you? Yes, my husband that I have known since 1979 said to me, babe, um, so um, you you need me to run your bath? <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. Right? And so it caused me to look around and say, oh, my God, what in the world? Dishes were in the sink. Laundry was on the table. Now, mind you, the man got to go to work every day. He's a journeyman. He's a, he's a builder. He's a contractor. He's got wealth. That's wealth man. He's got people to work under him, okay? Right. So this man had to go about his business. So I went and I looked in the kitchen and I was like, oh, my God, what the world? <laughs> well, the lights were out. So I turned the lights on and, oh, God, I turned them right off, right? And I said, oh, Jesus. I said, babe, number one, let me apologize for just being so disrespectful to you as a wife. Even though I was going through, you still hanging in there with me looking a complete fool. And my husband, Ricky Bill, better known as Mr. Wonderful, that's what I call him. That's what everybody knows him as. Mm-hmm. His brother said, well, babe, I just needed you to go and do and be what you needed to do because I couldn't, I, I can't fathom what you may be feeling. Right. So it was my job not to put any pressure on you. It was my job not to make you sit up if you didn't want to. It was my job not to open any window, any curtain, any blind if you didn't want it done, because my job was just to make sure you didn't die in this bed. You know? And so when you have somebody like that, no, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying everything is roses and peaches, but when you have somebody that will look you in your face while you're looking like Don King, and say those things. Right. So I said, okay, brother, you're a king for real. Let That's me right. give you one more day, and I promise you I'll get, up, get this house in order. So I get up the next morning, and I go in the kitchen. All oh, the dishes gone. Kitchen <laughs> clean. I said, brother, what happened? He said, oh, I threw the dishes in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Not only by 
society as a whole, but it's gotten to the point now that it's happening within our own ethnic race of people. Um, People brought up in the 30s and the 40s, which would have been your grandparents and your parents, for most cases, uh, they were not given the option to actually uh, rely on someone else because if they did, it was always under a false pretense, um, so to speak. Um, Didn't really have an opportunity to 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 take their problems honestly evaluated and have someone give them an honest, helpful opinion about how to resolve these issues. Um, one of the things uh, that we see right now in society, and the young lady touched on a little while ago, um, is the culture, and we have to change the culture. If you stop supporting yeah. that hip-hop community um, whenever they do not, uh, whenever they do not show a actual portrayal of African-American life, then they will change the culture. They will stop promoting that type of negativity. Um, The thing we have to understand is you can't be one unless you see one. And when I say that, when you look at these different media outlets, seldom do you see an average African-American going through everyday life working. Uh, He's got to be in their particular mindset to sell their product, and that's the only thing they want from you yeah. is they want your label for free, and they want your money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, that's why they put all these over-glorified yeah. images on television and in the movies. But the reality of the situation is we are doctors, we are lawyers, we are educators, we are pastors of the yeah. church. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. so certain that this particular instance is more spiritual. You can get um, an, an additional quantity of substance for yourself from a spiritual, but it has to start within. If you quit looking for those 15 yeah. minutes of fame, and one of the biggest yeah. detriments right now is social media. Mm-hmm. I don't know Amen, why baby. our children as African-Americans feel that they need to have instant gratification or instant notification with every single thing that they do. You right. you don't have yeah. a chance to develop yourself. You don't have a chance to develop your character right. because you're too concerned about what other people think of you or what mm-hmm. other people Come are going to judge you. Um, mm-hmm. We have to look at ourselves, and you have to find that, that spirituality within yourself to know that you want to be yes. something else other than what you see on these uh, falsely advertised images on television and media. Right. Yes, brother. No, yes. You, you're absolutely right. Can I, thank you for calling in. Thank you. Ms. Geneva, you want you're to say something? Thank you so much. Yeah, I wanted to tell you, brother, thank you. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for hanging on long enough to be able to say what you needed to say. You hit every nail on the head. And I want to tell you, thank you for being the role model for those uh, whose lives you are involved with, because I hear it and I feel it. So thank you, mm-hmm. brother. I appreciate that. What state well, are you calling it. from? So your what, name? What, I'm calling from Columbia, South Carolina. My name is Bill. And we're, we're all role models. Um, a role model is yeah. only doing positive things. And it's the, it's the measure of a person's character on what you do when things aren't going right oh. that our children need to see, not just when things are going well. So right. we, need to, we need to go out there and let them know there's nothing wrong with, you know, being a brick mason. Everybody can't be an NBA star or a rap idol. There's nothing wrong yes. with being a plumber. Yes. There's nothing wrong with being an auto mechanic yes. who makes That's $75 right. an hour. But you have to understand yes. you have to be willing to serve. You have to be willing to put that work in. 
We can't get that instant yeah. gratification. We're not going to get that overnight success. We're not going to get that 15 minutes of fame that turns you into a megastar. But if that's the only thing that they keep putting in front of you, and it's sad to say that's the only thing our children see, then we are failing them as parents. Uh, we have to understand yes, that we need to start preparing our children for life, not sitting up here just sending them out there into the world. Right, right. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna have to end your call because I got someone else who just called in. I want to try to get them in quickly because we are running out of time fast, and I do have another call, and I want Mr. <laughs> Neva to get a chance to give us some some wisdom. So thank you that's so much, no problem. Paula. Enjoy the show, and thank you. You take care. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Take care. Caller, let's see here. Okay. Caller 4048, are you just listening in or did you want to say something? Hello, hello, Ms. Tyra. How you doing? Great, great. How are you? Doing just fine. That's fine. This is Rel. I apologize, okay. first of all. I do apologize okay. for coming in so late. Uh, have That's another okay. major engagement I was telling you about. That's okay, sir. Uh, That's okay. Yes, ma'am. But uh, I did have a chance to listen in. And let me first of all say to uh, Sister Bill, a mighty woman of God, what an anoint, thick anointing uh, that certainly God has placed oh. in your spirit and your life uh, for you. you being um, the woman that God has created you to be. It was no incidental accident, even though we may not see the hand of the things that God does, but obviously this was an appointed time for you and others like yes. you yes. Uh, to, yes. to speak into the lives of people that have been broken. And yes. you can't relate to yes. some, somebody being broken if you have never been broken yourself. Come on. Uh, yes, and yes. and you, you certainly have a heavy anointing to speak into the lives of people who have been handled, mistreated, looked down, but certainly broken and manipulated by the system. Yes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to. I want to commend you, and I want to salute you even on the phone. And I salute you, my sister. Oh, you, you are some kind of God's gift. You, you have all the tangibles, all the tangibles of of God's 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 voice in this day and time which we're in. We're being so distorted by what we see yeah. and what we hear that we many folk are not able to hear the voice of God. And it's through voice yeah. what you're doing. Is God is God operating through? Um, you bishop. I mean, it's it's, un, it's undeniable. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> if I had to ask you a question, if I had to ask you a question as it relates to how you speak to those what I would consider to be having experienced spiritual brokenness, what what would you say mm. to those who felt to be broken and uh, through your life mm. experiences and what you're even dealing with now, uh, how they able to pick Absolutely. up the pieces? Well, first of all, I can say uh, I got I got to make the statement. What makes you so strong, black woman? What what makes you so strong? Uh, 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 first of all, a good guy who didn't give up on me when I gave up on him. That's number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, my Lord. Uh, that, that's first and foremost. Number two, a good Bless husband. You, brother. Thank you, brother. Bless you. <laughs> a a, a oh, good mate Thank you. that did not see it and call mm. it robbery that he has an alpha woman with three personalities that gets on his nerves, but he still kept me around for 19 years. Okay. And on the third piece of that, understanding that you don't have to just go seek one type of counsel. Your first counsel is the basic instructions of the Bible for living on this earth. Okay? And so Uh, that was my first form of counseling. And so I said, okay, God, you're going to have to work with me on this because I don't, I don't know how to bury a baby. I don't know how to do this. Now, I, I, I've been worshiping you for too long, and you got, you're going to take my baby out. And in my spirit, right. 
God dropped in Job, who lost 10 people in a day. He dropped in David and Bathsheba, who had a baby who didn't even get a name. He dropped in Rispa, who watched two sons hanging. Then he turned around and said, hold on, and you got the nerve? I said, my son. And I said, okay, well, let me get up from here. <laughs> I hear you, Bishop. When he got through dealing with me, and I got up off the floor, I tell my mothers all the time, I said, be real with yourself. If you're mad, don't come out here speaking. Don't do a press conference because you're going right. to make yourself look like a fool. They want you to come out acting like a wretched mess. Come right, out that's with right. style, class, and grace, even though the situation does not call for it. What you have to give the world is what God has given you, and that is true joy. Joy don't always mean happiness, you see. It means that you are okay with what he has allowed because you know that if he took you through it, he's going to take you to it. And so That's right. once you tell another mother, baby, it's okay. You may be in pieces today, but I guarantee you, if you go before the Lord and you ask him to put you back together, put the song on the pot of wands to put you back together <clears throat> Mm-hmm. And I, I, tell them, I don't eat care, even if you don't believe. You're not going to sit up here and tell me that you watched your baby go six feet in the ground, mm-hmm. and you don't mm-hmm. believe that there is a God that didn't cause you to jump in there. You've got mm-hmm. to be kidding me, woman. Right. And then I just That's give them right. the word. I give them the Bible. I don't beat them up with it. I give them my number, and they call all the time. And when I tell you, we have the likes of Breonna Taylor's mama in the phone. We have Ahmaud Arbery's mama in the phone. We have all of these high-profile folk in the phone. But we also have those stories that you haven't heard, brother. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I hear you. I hear you. whose child name didn't get called. So she's so That's broken right. because she wants the acknowledgement. And so I say to her, sweetheart, but God knows. And so if you want your child to never be forgotten, I promise you God didn't forget. He chose our babies. And then he turned around and he chose us to do the work. To reveal these deceitful hearts. And so get yourself back together, my sister. It's okay to be right there right now. And don't you let nobody tell you when you have to exit out of there. You exit out of there when you get well. You see, if your puzzle has 100 pieces to it, if you only got 88, you got a few more to go. So you have to right. to the rest of those pieces. And I promise you, you're going to be right. all right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. We, you know, as I as I close, I want to say this to you, uh, the woman of God. I I I, I, I feel and sense the anointing, the unadulterated anointing mm. of God in you. And I want to say this to you, as the, as, as the wise book of Proverbs says, I'm going to speak this into you. Above all else, Sister Geneva, you continue to let God guard your heart, and for everything you Hallelujah. do, flows will come from out of your divine lips. Be the mouthpiece that God has created you to be from this, continuing from here on out. Thank you, Brother. Proverbs 4, so I got my Bible right here. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. <clears throat> Bless you. Well, Miss Thank Neva. you so much, ma'am. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Mr. Neva, um, yes. I definitely want to say this. So, um, and we've already hit on it, you know, because you have all of the names and then you have the ones of us who um, the cases were not, it didn't catch national attention. But so what I want to say is, um, you know, since your daughter's name has become synonymous 
with others, yes. such as yes. Breonna Taylor, Walter Scott, yes. Eric Garner, yes. Um, yes. others that we have never even heard of on the national platform. What yes. do you think it would take to stop mishandling and the unfair approach that seems to continue when African Americans come in contact with police, whether stopped or arrested. Mm. Mm. Well, here's what I will say about that. Um, people always say to me, uh, I had the rudest folks say to me, well, you know, your baby was really responsible for her own death. All she had to do was shut up. <laughs> and I said, what? Shut up for what? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, people were just rude. They were outright rude. Folks were calling my family. They were calling us out on Facebook. It was horrible. Wait a minute, Mr. Neva, hold hold for a second. For some reason, I'm getting messages saying that the the stream has stopped. Guess what? Okay, wait a minute. It's still going. Okay, someone was telling me that. I was getting messages saying that the streaming had stopped. So my apologies. Oh, um, interrupt you. Yeah, you can okay. go ahead. It's okay. But but okay. but I experienced that, and and I had to get on the defense, and I had to tell people, no, 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 she didn't have to shut up. I don't care what you say. She was well within her rights. You saw fifty-two minutes of what happened there. Okay. What we have got to do is we have to understand. Most times when you're dealing with an officer who has an issue out here in these streets, they already have some personal stuff going on. (laughs) Why is it that our background is always checked, but their background isn't checked? You don't find out about their background. You don't find out about anything of their priors. You don't find anything out about them until way, 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 way later on down the road. Mm -hmm. And so I say, that everybody needs to start holding them accountable every time an incident happens. Hey, did that, when's the last time that person had a mental health check? When's the last incident that happened with that person? What's the last incident? And qualified immunity piece needs to be removed. Once you begin to take away pensions, once you begin to get rid of these jokers, once you begin to arrest these jokers, right. uh, then the next person is going to say, you know what, I don't think I'm going to do that. That's right. And you're spot on because because even the gentleman that that murdered, one of the gentlemen that murdered my son, in fact, the one who started firing first, he actually had been diagnosed with having PTSD and he was a police officer. See, 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 see. And and so had they sat him down when they should have, when he was Mm down to get the proper Mm -hmm. treatment because you want us to go get all this treatment, but then you want to treat us like we're animals. You're constantly shooting us down. You're constantly killing the children over and over because they've already died and gone into the ground, but you're killing their names. You're killing their character. You come up with this character assassination. You you came up and lied and said my baby had all of this marijuana in her system, and my response to that was I don't care if she smoked a cannabis tree. She does not deserve to be treated the way she was treated. And so once we begin to say, no, Mr. Officer, I hear people saying, well, we need more black officers. No, 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 no. I don't want the black officer that's also a rogue. I want the good officer who understands what his oath means, who understands how to de-escalate, and who understands that he does not have to enter every situation, guns blazing, before he can even park his car. 
Exactly. And parents, people who haven't been affected, have to band together all across this country and say, we're not taking this anymore. That's right. That's right. We have to hold them accountable. We have to vote on the local level. We have to see who we're putting in here as judges. Mm-hmm. Go check their record. Go see what they're backing. Go see what they're doing. And stop dodging jury duty. Yes. Stop dodging jury duty. Are you yes. crazy? Your yes. very vote could be the one that saved that life. Are you kidding me? We talk a lot of mess. And unfortunately, we talk loud and say nothing a lot of the time. A lot of our problem is our people are not standing up. And I often say on the road, movements move and activists activate. Which one are you? You don't always have to be in the forefront. You got four fingers and a thumb on this hand. I promise you, you need each one of them to work for the hand to function properly. Find out your position and get on it. Band together with that person you don't know that does not look like you, but they believe that there is something broken in this system. This broken system has caused a lot of broken families. These settlements that they give further exacerbate the tragedy because families then begin to fight over these couple of blood money dollars. Exactly. 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 That's, that's... So we've got you to stop settling for the status quo. Mm-hmm. We have to say, no, Crump, get out of my face. I don't want a settlement, man. I want you to change policy. I want you to lead me into changing policy. But no, you can't even go to trial because you're not a trial attorney. You're a negotiator. No, well, I, mean, I don't want a settlement. I want you to do your job. I want you to go take it to trial. But no, you can't go to trial because you are a negotiator attorney. Let's tell the truth to the people. Stop the games. Yes, right. I'm calling them out by names because I am tired of it. Exactly. Miss Geneva, I just got so yes. many messages there telling me everybody said it cut off. It cut us off at 7 o'clock. But everybody, I'm getting all types of texts. Then the people saying that this show was <laughs> awesome. It timed us out. We're gonna have to bring you back. And I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to say, let's, oh my God! It timed yeah, us so out. I, let me let me tell you, Carol. Yes, sir. Let Let me tell you. Uh, we we just to, to, to Bishop and to certain talks. We got to figure out a way to get her to Columbia. We we got to bring her in. We got to let her talk. We got we got to let her speak to the people. We got. We gotta bring it to our neighborhood. We gotta talk to our people. Yeah, we we need. Well, let's, let's make it happen. It, here's, here's 